Hello, listeners. It is midnight in Mercy Mountain once again, and I, Julian Glass, am here to compose your nocturnal souls. I start off this broadcast with a sense of urgency. The moon has fractured. Great fissures, visible to the naked eye, have erupted across the face of the gibbous moon. One central fissure with three branches now arcs across the surface of our moon. There seems to be no known cause. The moon just... broke. Many townsfolk have gathered in the streets, staring and shouting fearfully at the sight. Mercy Mountain, I urge you to remain calm. I know this is frightening, and I myself am afraid of what has happened and what may happen next. But panic is not productive in large amounts. Mayor Stephanie Vaughn is holding a press conference now. She says, Just minutes ago, the moon cracked for unknown reasons. I do not know how deep the crevices go, nor what danger this may pose. But we must remain calm, Mercy Mountain. The local selenologists are at this very moment, working to determine what has happened. Robots are only a hypothesis. Hopefully, the selenologists will come back to us soon with information. I have texted Alejandra, my necromancer scientist friend, to get her take on what is happening. I know she mostly studies the science of necromancy, but as a member of the scientific community, perhaps she will have some insight. She says that the moon is dying. As a necromancer, she can sense that death is near for our dear satellite. She does not know what has injured the moon so badly, but tells me that the selenologists must find a way to heal it, or we are all in grave danger. More on that later, listeners, provided my interest in it does not wane. For now, let us look around town. Marilee Williams feverishly churns out a paper for her literature class at Mercy Mountain Community College, the keys beneath her speeding fingers releasing with every impact a small quack. Alton and Leah Davis have both been recruited into an ever-growing dance circle in Wander Park. The type of dance is unfamiliar to me, but it seems fun enough. The lawyers at Newton and Stone Law Firm stare up at the sky, whinnying anxiously. 
Dr. Hope Seymour has left her work at the urgent care clinic for the dance circle in Wander Park. Hold on. The station intern, Hannah, is gesturing for me to come out of the studio and look up at the sky. Is something happening? She nods. What is she mouthing? The moon is... falling apart? Oh no. Oh dear. Listeners, I must hurry and go see what is happening with the moon. While I am gone, listen to a pre-recorded word from tonight's sponsor. You need to eat more vegetables. No, potato chips don't count. Have you tried cooking your vegetables in different ways? Not just heating them up in the microwave and burying them in cheese or gravy or what have you. You can saute them. You can grill them. Come on, just try it. Please. You need their nutrients to live life. Please. Just eat more vegetables. This message has been brought to you by your body. Listeners, I have returned. The moon has returned to its normal state. Or was the moon ever not in its normal state? After going outside with Hannah to see what was happening to the moon, my memory goes blank. But somehow, I ended up waking up, a hard surface under my back. I sat up and found myself in a dirty, clearly abandoned hallway lined with doors. Each of the doors was closed, except for one. One, that which was next to me, was cracked open, a bright light emanating from the other side. I stood and stared at the door, on its face, at about the level of my head. There was a red catfish painted, the light shining through the crack between the door and its frame sent a sinister heat through my very bones. I shivered despite it. I reached out. I closed the door. The heat snapped off, replaced with the reassuring chill of a West Virginian winter. I found my way out of the hallway, out of the building, and upon stepping into the snow, I realized where I was. The crags, the old insane asylum that was abandoned back when centers of the psychiatric variety were called insane asylums. I looked up through the trees to see the moon, as beautiful and intact as ever. How was the moon repaired? How did I get to the crags? Why was I there? Questions rattled around in my head. They were not ameliorated by phone calls to Mayor Vaughn 
or to Alejandra, who both said that the moon was fine, had been fine, all along. Their replies raised yet another question for me. Why did I even think the moon had fractured? Did I dream it? I did wake up not long ago. But why is there a blank spot in my memory? On my way back to the station, I did see a massive dance circle in Wander Park. Folks kick-stepping and twirling. So now I am more confused than ever. I don't know, listeners. This is all very unsettling. Perhaps the moon really did fracture, and I am currently dreaming that all is fine. Perhaps everything is some elaborate dream of mine. Stay tuned next for... Well, this is fitting, though not at all reassuring. Your imagining of what alternative music really sounds like. Have a wonderful rest of your night, Mercy Mountain. This episode was written and performed by Mallory Spencer. Music was written by Erica Pierness. Music was performed by Moss Grady. The logo was designed by the Podcast Design Company. For more, visit MallorySpencer.com or at MallorySpencerWrites on Instagram.